on the right path. We're, we're getting there. I'm optimistic that it's people like you that in, allow people like me to be on stage and be heard will make a difference also to so many people who are actually listening to it and saying, hey, this makes sense. Welcome to 20-Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley in partnership with Lomitech and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel. Welcome to 20-Minute Leaders. This is going to be a really fun episode with Hila Ovil-Brenner, Managing Director of the Techstars Tel Aviv Accelerator. Having led her first company, White Smoke, to a successful IPO, in the past 20 years, Hila has grown into a serial entrepreneur, investor, and mentor in the high-tech industry, specializing in early-stage startup development and growth. She has been named the top 100 influential people in the Israeli high-tech ecosystem by Israeli technology site GeekTime. Additionally, he lies the founder of Yezamiot, the largest female founders group in Israel, with over 4,000 founders located throughout the country and dozens of global projects in the works. You know, you're uh, literally one of the most influential figures in, in our ecosystem, t- tackling um, some of the most important topics in, in the tech ecosystem in general as a serial entrepreneur yourself, as a startup mentor as um, the, the co-founder of some of the, the most amazing initiatives that are promoting women in tech, um, but, but literally making, moving the needle and making an impact. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of putting together this, the, this perspective of yours and this journey of yours, and then touch on these different experiences and how they fit this puzzle of who is Hila. And, and I want to start exactly there and if, if you sort of take a greater look at, at who you are and, and what you truly care about, sort of your motivations when you wake up in the morning, how, how do you think through yourself? You know, who, who, who is Hila? Wow, so it's a big question. First of all, I'm just really excited to be here and speak to your audience. I think you are doing an amazing job. Um, and I think it's really, really important. So when I look at what gets me up in the morning, and I guess we spoke about this, um, it's it's about promoting entrepreneurs. So I myself was a founder my whole life. I know how difficult it is to be a founder. I uh, have a lot of gray hairs from the roller coaster, so being nearly through everything, fundraising, mergers, acquisitions, IPOs, a lot of things. Uh, most of them were failures. Some of them were success. Um, and so what really gets me up in the morning is to help entrepreneurs make less mistakes and maybe make their life a little bit easier, uh, yet maintaining the energy and the fun of being an entrepreneur. And also, and you mentioned it, promoting female founders. You know, when I was a young founder, I was always alone in the room and I felt like maybe there was something wrong with that a little bit. Uh, and I didn't see enough investors. I didn't see enough moms. So my dream was to actually create, I, I would say, initiatives that would help women feel a little bit more at home and would uh, bring more role models to the game and kind of what I'm doing at the moment. Incredible. Take me back to, to your own startup journey for a second, just so that I can, I can really grasp the, this mentality of yours, because 
it seems that a lot of the things that you're doing today, whether it's with Techstars or with Fiazamiot or, or Campus TLV for moms, that, which I have to talk about soon, it, 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 a lot of it stemmed from your personal experience, both the, the hardships, but also the, the success. Uh, and so what, what sort of, what, how did you leave that entrepreneurial journey? What, what were those, what were those different feelings and intentions like? Yeah, well, I'm glad to be speaking about that because, uh, in my history, I was actually a lawyer. So, uh, I didn't think I, I didn't have the dream to be an entrepreneur since I was a young child or something. I wish I could say that, but I didn't. I was just really, really bored and I was looking for more energetic, creative things. So I was reading through papers and saw how many people were involved with the innovation ecosystem and it was incredible to me. And I wanted to get more energy into my life. And so I started my first company with the um, with a, a grammar checker. Um, it was called White Smoke and it was a big passion of mine to write better English and um and uh, to cut a long story short, it was back in the days when natural language processing was a really rough world out there. And there weren't a lot of, you know, it was really sophisticated. And I remember we really went on this journey with the idea that we will create a product that people would use. And yes, ultimately, the end game is that millions of people around the world actually use it. We signed great um, contracts with a lot of great enterprises. So the end game was really good and the energy of starting a startup and getting a team together and sitting in a small room and eating pizza and, and dreaming how you're going to conquer the world, that really got me up. Uh, and it, you know, it's what really made me uh, want to go on this journey. The only thing is when you're young and very gullible and very naive and you don't know how everything works, uh, it's really difficult. So today, a lot of uh, founders are more fortunate to have mentors, to have programs, to have actually VCs that are um, thought-provoking, that are leaders, and that can really help them create uh, partnerships, etc. So that's kind of what got me into into entrepreneurship. And that 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 intrinsic motivation to then go and make and move the needle in your own community and create Yazamiot and create Campus Delvey for Moms and the other organizations. Sort of, where did that come from? Because there is a sacrifice there, and and it's not trivial to go and create these programs. And so, what what was sort of going through your mind? Yeah, there? well, it's a big sacrifice because you're you have your day job, and then you have this organization which started actually in my back garden with five women uh, founders, and I never thought it was going to get that big. I just wanted to get some CEOs to speak together and actually help each other connect and become role models for each other so that they don't feel like it's out of the game because I was feeling like everywhere I went, whether it was the teacher at school or the neighbor or my actual immediate family, um, everyone was like, are you crazy? You know, this would be a big sacrifice and possibly you would not be able to be a good mom. And, you know, there was a whole big thing. So my initiative around female founders was to actually help um, founders actually feel more comfortable in their own skin, like not be exactly like men, but be a bit uh, different. And so I raised a lot of money both when I was pregnant and had, I have three amazing kids and I'm lucky because I have a lot of support uh, for that, but I wanted to get people together and I wanted women to feel more comfortable. 
So if you, and, and how many, how many women ended up being a part of the Yazamiyot program so far? So Yazamiyot is the largest organization. It's the leading organization for tech female founders in Israel. There's over 8,000 female founders. Um, we have incredible programs. You mentioned one campus for moms, which I'd love to talk about, but also an incredible one with AWS. Uh, Microsoft for Startups has run a few very, very important initiatives. And so the idea of Yazamiyot, which started off as a small group in my garden, was actually to grow and become a more substantial in actually giving uh, tools to women founders. And this is actually what I do at Techstars as well, because I, at Techstars as well, help diversity and inclusion uh, on a global level and on an Israeli level as well. And I try to see as much diversity in my portfolio. So Amazing. I mean, a lot, a lot of people talk about diversity in tech today and, and probably most people that talk about it don't actually do much about it, but, but they yeah. like talking about it. Uh, but, but I'm curious, you know, with 8,000 members and starting in your own backyard and, and having you gone through personally this process, even before you had this, co this supportive community, what did you learn? What, I mean, wh what is, what does it come down to that, that you think today, if I were to ask you, Hila, you're in a position of, of, of change. What, what really does need to happen in the field to try and move the needle not in 50 years, but in five years? What, what do we need to do? That's a really amazing question. Thanks for asking that. I, I, I want to say that um, actually um, I, I am optimistic. Okay, let's start with the end. I, I do feel that the needle is starting to move. It's moving slowly, but it is moving. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of very good people trying to move the needle, whether they're VCs, um, whether they're um, programs, entrepreneurship programs. Uh, and entrepreneurs themselves. I mean, the more female founders, but the numbers are still very low. And the question is, why is it? And everyone has different, you know, answers to this. But if you ask me about my answer, I mean, I could be wrong, but this is how I feel. I think it needs to come both from the top, right? Mm -hmm. And it also needs to come from the bottom. So as women, we need to support each other too. And it needs to come from the top where like um, the mentality needs to change a bit in different places, which it is changing. And mm -hmm. so both top and bottom need to um, move closer. And I feel that they are. So it's good. And if you talk to me just about campus TLV for moms, I remember this program as a kid. I remember how much motivation it gave me. Uh, I obviously have a personal connection uh, to this program, but tell me about this idea that you had and. So it's a very, it's not, it's not a traditional uh, mentorship program, if you will. It's not every day that something like this happens. It's once in a lifetime. Uh, there's an incredible video about it. I can post later uh, on you um, a, a small video of how, how it was done. The idea was to actually help women uh, that are on maternity leave. And instead of just walking around and finding any woman just because she's a mom and she's a mom, they have to be friends. This is a great time in a woman's life to make a change because a lot of them don't really want to go back to their own uh, way of living and their own previous careers. And so the idea was to actually create a baby-friendly school, men and women, so whoever is on maternity leave could come with their baby. Uh, we put beautiful mattresses on the floor. And we're very, very fortunate that uh, Google, uh, the Israeli uh, uh, branch in Google, 
really took this uh, took this to heart and really adopted this idea and and like just went with the flow. It was just too incredible for words. We had seven cycles here in Israel and wow. it also became international. And until today, I meet women who still say this touched my life in such different ways because not only were great startups created, also if it wasn't created only three, four years down the line, they still became really, really good friends and many startups started afterwards. And so the idea is that a big company like Google could just take uh, an idea like this and support it in such an incredible way. And Yossi Matias, uh, Professor Yossi Matias, was a, a, a supporter for this, like an incredible supporter for this, as well as my uh, partner, Tal Sarig, who was there in the marketing department. And um, it just felt like everything we did was like really move the needle because everyone came over. The energy was there. Startups were created. We had a few exits and very successful companies from there. And it felt like this was a really good time uh, to create a program like this. Beautiful, obviously. And not, not a plug for, for Professor Yossi Matias, who I love very much. But um, I, I think it's just a, it's. It is non-traditional. I mean, I, I remember as a kid walking in and seeing, you know, and, and walking into campus Tel Aviv because that's where I used to sometimes come in and, and work on some hackathon stuff. And all of a sudden I see, I see, you know, in this huge room, I see women with their, with their babies. And, and, and I, I love what you mentioned that pregnancy or maternity leave is actually a, an amazing time for change. I think that until now, mostly when I've been hearing people talk about maternity leave, it's been with sort of a dismissive feeling that this is when the career is stopping. This is when promotions are halting, career trajectories get stopped. And you're actually saying, no, 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 this is a time for, for maybe change, for reflection, for self-improvement, and actually a stepping stone for a new career. Which, which I think is very different than, than perhaps even still today, most women think about maternity leave, right? Exactly. I think this is a really great time in a woman's life to make a change uh, and lay the foundation for really the rest of her life. And something really important is I think uh, having kids is for sure the greatest achievement that I have ever had. But <laughs> It's part of my life. So I think it should really be become part of your life and not a replacement for your old life. I, that's how I believe. I do respect women who feel otherwise, of course, but this is how I feel. And, um, and so Yazamiot and Techstars are both means by which I try to push entrepreneurs to do a little, little bit out of the box, do something a little bit different. Incredible. That, it's, it's just really, really inspiring. Spending most of your time today uh, with accelerators, uh, with tech stars, um, why accelerators for you? There's a lot right. of different ways to support entrepreneurs. Um, yeah. What is it about accelerators and specifically tech stars that, that really hits the nail on the head for you? Okay, so a true story is that I never really thought I was going to do this. Uh, I was a founder my whole life. I had a few companies. I was investing in some companies. Uh, I was on the board of some companies and I never thought that an accelerator would be my piece of cake, actually. And uh, never in a million years, if you would told me that I would be running an accelerator, that I would say this happened. 
But when I um, met Techstars for the first time, it was just love at first sight because I <laughs> couldn't believe that there was something so incredible around the world where 60 programs and a portfolio of $200 billion and smart people from all around the world who want to help entrepreneurs and mentors and investors who all want to help entrepreneurs and invest in the greatest, um, uh, I, I would say, top-notch entrepreneurs. And something so big and so global and so um, amazing is so what we call give first when people just come in and they want to just help entrepreneurs. And I fell absolutely in love with it, which I, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. I love it. And so today, if you're looking at the work that you're doing with, with entrepreneurs and, and, and the hands-on work, what do you sort of, what, what do you enjoy most? There's a lot of different things that you can do with, with entrepreneurs. Is it, is it helping them the fundraise? Is it helping them with their strategy, with their team coherency? Which parts of the life cycle are you most attracted to? Well, you to? know, I, I think that um, every uh, company has their own secret sauce and I can yeah. just help them and use the, the incredible network that we've created at Techstars to help them uh, with mentorship and forming their business. But we actually run a three-month program. We also invest in them. Uh, so we are the, the biggest seed investor in the U.S. today and we invest in, in hundreds of companies um, every month. It's incredible because we see the amazing deal flow from all over the world. We're also seeing great trends and we're, we're meeting uh, founders from all over the world, whether they're in the box or outside of the box, whether they look exactly like uh, founders are supposed to look to investors or whether yeah. they're just a different asset class altogether. And uh, the first month is all about mentorship. So they meet mentors. They meet between 100 and 150 mentors from all around the world, all of which give them what we call mentor whiplash. Um, and so they hear a lot of opinions and hearing opinions and being open to hearing opinions is, you know, it's, it's a great help. And then afterwards, we work with them on execution, product market fits, um, team building, and of course, fundraising in the second and third month. We also hold a really great demo day uh, where we uh, encourage our entire community worldwide to come. And it's just incredible because I see how the startups come in and how the startups leave. And to me, it's just the greatest satisfaction. And so if you're looking now back to Hila and your Hila, the serial entrepreneur, Hila, the the, the change maker in terms of the ecosystem, the, the startup mentor and advisor. And, you know, it, there's a lot of different, I, I'm very curious at the end, you know, why people do what they do. As you work through these startups, what do you sort of learn about yourself? You know, you get to work with all these different companies in different cycles and you get exposed to all these different types of entrepreneurs. Well, what do you learn about yourself throughout this process? Wow. First of all, that I enjoy more to do this than anything that I've ever created with my own head, wow. right? Uh, and that's, that's really a big deal because some people just, I found out about myself that I'm a really great enabler. I love enabling. I mean, I, I, I thrive on this. I enjoy this. When my company, my first company uh, raised money for the first time or my first exit, it probably was a lot more meaningful to me than actually when I did it for the first time. 
because I felt like I contributed to it and I had like a really big effect on it. I love people. I love seeing very amazing people from all over the world. I love working with the managing directors around the world who all have been founders like myself. So very, very smart people around the world. And I'm a great believer in people. And I always knew that about myself, but through working with startups, I know that even more. Amazing. Ila, I, I want to thank you. And not just for these 20 minutes, but for your contribution to our ecosystem, to the amazing, amazing work. I mean, it's, I, I, it's, it's not every day that, you know, you get to do something that literally changes a person's life. And I can only imagine the countless women out of the 8,000 members that came in and, and they found a home and a community in a place where you described as very lonely. And, and you know, everybody says that being an entrepreneur is very lonely. And, and that's for everybody. I can only imagine... You know, especially when, when you went in your entrepreneurial journey, what, what it's like to be the only female in the room. And, uh, and, and it's I not really something I can ever I, I really appreciate these amazing 20 minutes you gave me. And I appreciate the smart questions. But I also want to say we're on the right path. We're, we're getting there. I'm optimistic that it's people like you that in, allow people like me to be on stage and be heard will make a difference also to so many people who are actually listening to it and saying, hey, this makes sense, you know, so. Completely. Ila, I, I'm excited to continue following the journey and the amazing things you're going to do. And thank you very, very much. Good thank luck. you. Thank you so much. Thank you.